0: Bakers of Weber's Breath presents your all-star Western Theater, recorded earlier for release at this time. Drifting along, singing a song, under a Western moon. From Hollywood comes your all-star Western Theater, starring America's great Western singers, Boy Willing and the Riders of The Purple Sage. Bringing you the music, the stories, and the spirit of the great open spaces. Today's special guest, Monty Montana. And now, here are the riders of the Purple Sage. Listen to a song of the wind. Listen to a song of the rain. Listen to a song of the sagebrush. Call into me again. Me and the pony are free. The song of the same, we never care where we be, we never work for a way, we live a life of pleasure here on the desert drive, we never search for a treasure, we want nothing gold can buy, we lose the cares of our age. Sing in a song of the same. We live a life of leisure, here on the desert dry. We never search for a treasure, we want nothing gold can buy. We lose the cares of our age. Sing in a song of the same. Sing. Hello, friends. It's a pleasure to be with you again, bringing you our Western songs and stories. And it's a double pleasure today because we have with us one of the greatest cowboys of all time, Marty Montana. You'll hear him later in our story. But first, we want to sing a song or two for you. And we think you'll enjoy this one about a place that's just as romantic today as it was in the early days of pirates and smugglers. Al Slow, you if you'll start off, we'll join in with you in Santa Catalina. Land of enchantment across the bay. Into the harbor I sailed one day, there I saw two eyes that pulled me with a glance, that all my troubles would soon be de- Found my lover and lost my heart. smugglers and pirates in the early days of Spanish California, frontiersmen and 49ers later on, were always hearing about their danger and daring. But dashing caballeros and swaggering 49ers were of small importance compared to the hard-working settlers who came west looking for homes, not adventure. The settlers weren't glamorous, but they were essential in building the west, as essential as bread with your daily meals. Bread isn't very glamorous either, even good Weber's bread. But it is a basic part of your food needs. Naturally, you want dependently good, fresh bread. A fine texture, light, a bread your family will enjoy. In short, Weber's bread. Try a loaf tomorrow. Fresh, fine tasting, dependently good Weber's bread. In the blue and white Czech Kingdom wrapper. Everybody loves a familiar folk song. And the writers of the Purple Sage are no different from the rest of us. For instance, they like to sing the lovely Nellie Bly. Nellie Bly, Nellie Bly, bring the broom along. We'll sweep the kitchen, clean my dear, and have a little song. Poke the wood, my lady love, and make the fire burn. And while I take the banjo down, just give the mush a turn. Hi, Nellie, ho, nelly, listen, love to me. Sing for you, play for you, and a some melody. Hi, Nellie, ho, nelly, listen, love to me. Sing for you, play for you, and some melody. <laughs> has a voice like a turtle dove, I hear it in the meadow and I hear it in the grove. Nettie fly, have a heart warm as a cup of tea, and bigger than the sweet potato down in Tennessee. Hi Nellie, ho oh, Nellie, listen, love to me, sing for you, play for you, without some melody. Hi Nellie, whole oh, Nellie, listen, love to me, sing for you, play for you, without some melody. love to me, sing for you, play for you, some melody, awesome melody. Hot Buttered Popcorn, that's the name of the story which, for willing, the writers of the Purple Sage and their special guest, Monty Montana, are going to tell you now, Hot Buttered Popcorn. Here in the West, as most folks know, the Roundup is one of the most important events of the year. And if the cattle number into the thousands, as they do on a big ranch like the Crazy Q, extra hands must be hired. Men who can stay in the saddle long, grueling hours and keep the necessary constant vigil over the ever-increasing herd. But when the roundup is over, then the bunkhouses, like the one on the Crazy Q, are loud with the horseplay of happy cow hands who are just about to be paid off by the boss. But boy willing, Al Sloe and Johnny Paul left the Crazy Q early this morning, and not alone. Riding along with them toward town are Whitey and Four Eyes, two other cowhands, and Bonnie Montana, foreman of the Crazy Cube. Money, are you going to get the payroll from the bank the first thing? No, sir, Foy, I'm not. Well, money you told us you were. I know, Al. Sure, mm-hmm. I heard you. The first thing I'm going to get when I get to town is some hot buttered popcorn. Why, are you kidding? Gee, did you hear that, Whitey? I heard it, four eyes. Uh, Marty, you know the boss expects you back with that payroll before noon so he can pay the rest of the boys off. I know what the boys want, Whitey. Well, don't you think we ought to... I, I also know that when we were out on the range, I got so doggone hungry for that hot buttered popcorn, I didn't know what to do. But, money, Al and Johnny and I want to get paid off so we can head south. You can get your popcorn later. Boys, we'll be in town by 9.30. The bank doesn't open till 10. And between 9.30 and 10, I'm going to buy about 10 sacks of hot buttered popcorn. Okay, boys. We can tie them up here, I guess. Oh, boy, a town really looks good, doesn't it? You can say that again, Al. Boy, a town really looks good. Oh, I'll break it up. Will you break it up? Oh. Who's going to the barber shop with me? I am, boy. Me too. Whitey? Four Eyes? We've got some other things to do, boy. Uh, yeah, we'll see you later. How about you, Monty? Not me, Foy. i got errands to do. Popcorn. Yeah, that and some other things, Al. Now, me and Four Eyes will meet you at the bank at ten, huh? That's right, Whitey. Uh, come on, Four Eyes. All right, will you? Ten o'clock sharp, huh, Monty? I'll be there and be sure you are. Okay. Monty, I'm sure glad you brought Whitey and Four Eyes to ride back with you. Two thousand bucks in cash is a lot to be riding alone with. Yeah, I'll say. I figured they'd better be with me. Known them long? Not so long, uh, but they interest me quite a lot. Well, they're quiet. I can say that for them. And they don't bother anybody. That Whitey is the toe-headedest guy I ever did see. And Four Eyes claims he can't see ten feet without a specs. Nearsighted, Says he is. Yeah. Well, I'll get along. I'll see you boys later. We'll be in the barber shop, Monty. Right. What can I do for you, mister? You sell spectacles, don't you? Indeed I do, and if you'll just sit down over here and look at the chart there in the wall, I can squeeze the examination in between my other this morning. I don't want to buy any glasses. You don't? I just want some information. Oh. Well, uh, what do you want to know? Well, if a man doesn't really need glasses, he can buy some to wear that he can see out of anyway, can't he? Well, certainly anybody knows that. <laughs> well, I didn't, but I do now. This is a beauty parlor, isn't it? Yeah. Looks more like a torture chamber. <laughs> it is. Do you work here? Uh, yeah, but I only keep the books for my wife. <laughs> I want okay. that understood. Uh, what do you want? I want to know how hair is bleached. Oh, peroxide and ammonia. Uh, but you'd better have your wife come in here to have it done. It's better for her hair and good for our business. But it can be done at home, can it? Well, sure. But how can we make any money that way? A ten-pound sack filled with buttered popcorn, please. Marty, you must be kidding. You gonna eat all that popcorn yourself, Marty? Yep, that's my plan. You think you can do it? Well, I reckon I can, boy. You do, and you'll swell up like a poison pup. <laughs> well, we'll see. Did you boys get your haircuts yet? Well, we're next, Marty. Looks like everybody in the county decided to get a haircut this morning. You on your way to the bank now, Marty? Yeah, but you boys better not try to go with me. Uh, but I'll pay. If you leave here now, you'll lose your turn in the barber chair. I'll bring the money back and pay you off right here. You will? Well, now, that's real square shooting of you there, partner. Yeah, what I mean to say. <laughs> all right, have you a little joke. And he does mean little. I'll be back in about 15 or 20 minutes with your pay. Well, with that money in my pocket, I'm going to have some of that fine-smelling hair stuff sprinkled all over my head. And if I don't show up in 20 minutes, you'd better come after me. <laughs> if you don't show up by 10.20, you know we'll come after you. Here he comes for right. us. Yeah, I see. Look at that sack of popcorn, will you? What a jerk. Yeah, he's got a brain like a ten-year-old. Hey, he sees us now, Whitey. Smile. Uh, Be friendly. It isn't for long. Hello, boys. I see you're right on time. We've been here five minutes. Uh, where are the riders of purple broomsticks? <laughs> They're in the barber shop. I'll take the pay down to them, and they will ride on back to the ranch. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, I think I think it'll work out all right. Now let's step into the bank and get the cash. Fine. Expecting you, yeah, but not so early. <laughs> well, you know how the hands are after a roundup. They want to get paid and get gone. Yeah, I know. Did you got your check? Yeah, right here in my pocket. Uh, why do you hold my popcorn for me, will you, please? Okay. Now, let me see. Oh, yeah. Here we are. All right. $2,040. How do you want it, Monty? Well, you'd better give me $200 in ones and $500 in fives and uh, the rest in tens. Good. All right. Here are the ones. One, two, three, four, five hundred and five. Let's see now. Zero, four, seven, twenty, thirteen, that's four, eight, twelve. Thirteen hundred and forty dollars and ten. Right. You want me to put it in a sack for you, Monty? Yeah, if you will, please. And miss a big stack of money. You'll know it. All right, there you are. (laughs) Don't talk to any strangers on the way home, Monty. Oh, don't worry. I got my bodyguards with me. Come on, boys. Let's go. popcorn, buddy. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Whitey. Don't match that. Well, well, now we'll uh, go to the barbershop and pay off Foy, Johnny, and Al. Now we'll just walk down here and get on our horses. Yeah, but... We'll just keep walking between our two friends, Whitey, and Four Eyes. If we don't, nasty old pistol shots are likely to rend the morning air and cause our dear popcorn-loving friend to drop dead on the sidewalk. Hey, wait a minute. And we wouldn't want to disturb the local citizens with such a vulgar display, now would we? But I got to pay for it, Al and Johnny. Oh, our hearts bleed for them, money. Yeah, just think. They'll have to sweep out the barbershop for days to pay for their haircuts. You guys ain't very smart. You know you ain't going to get away with this. You think not? Well, we've had our plans made for quite a long time, Mr. Montana. I uh, hear the horses. Shall we mount the valiant steeds and ride west into the setting sun. Mm-hmm. I feel uneasy. Oh, well. Darn my high spend nature. I've got to give Johnny back that 25 bucks, i am a pay. Oh, well. I think I'll have my hair cut kind of short. That girl never really liked my hair short. Or was not the girl that used it Oh, well. 10-15. I wonder where Monty is. Monty ought to be along any minute now. Show up by 1020. You better come after me. Al, Johnny, come on. What? What's the matter? It's money. He was expecting something to happen, and he did. Come on. Hmm. Well, boy, I think you've got bass in your control tower, hustling outside out of the barbershop like that. Sure, we lost that track. And you've lost your pay, too, if my guess is right. What? Wait. Hey, mister. Yes? You know Monty Montana? Sure. Was he in here? Yeah, about 20 minutes ago. He got the payroll for the Crazy Q Ranch. I'm right. Come on, boys. What's happened, None Now this makes sense to me. Whitey and Four Eyes. The way Monty said two or three things about them kind of stuck in the back of my mind. He expected them to hijack the payroll, and they did. Why, them no-good bums, and after I've given them my hand in friendship. Al, this is no time for punk joke. Look. Popcorn. Monty dropped it. On purpose. Guys, look. Their horses are gone. Okay, boys. Come on. Let's hit the popcorn trail. Where are you boys taking me? Don't talk with your mouth full, Monty. It's very bad manners. Oh, I said, where are you taking me? Four Rice? Where are we taking Mister Montana? Now, why do you, dear companion, we're taking Mister Montana to that deserted cabin up there on the side of the hill. How jolly. And then what? You know, your inquisitiveness in the ranch foreman is slightly unseemly, Mister Montana. Let's leave it simply that we have made some other plans. What? You suppose he ran out of popcorn? No, he'd nurse it along until he got wherever they're taking him. Well, let's spread out and take it slow until we pick up the trail again. That's right. Johnny, you go that way. Al, you go this way, and I'll keep straight ahead. See anything? Not this way. Hey, here it is. Come on. No, I'll die before I say no. You don't know how close to the truth you are. We won't leave you tied to the cot too long, Monty. When we leave, we'll tap you over the head lightly with a pistol butt and remove the ropes. Uh, We want you to look natural when they find you. You mean you'd commit murder for 2,000 bucks? This isn't murder, Monty. This is going to be an unfortunate accident. You don't say? Yeah. There'll be nothing to link us with it at all. As a matter of fact, there won't be any us. That'll be a good trick if you pull it. Uh, We can't. For instance, when I take off these black rimmed glasses and substitute these rimless pinch nose glasses, like this, I take on quite a different appearance, don't I? I'll still know you. Yeah, of course you do. But with different clothes, my hair combed straight back instead of parted, a, a straw hat, I won't fit the description that anybody on the ranch can give of me, will I? Well, I suppose not. And me, I'm known as Whitey because of my bleached hair. Yeah, I know it's bleached. I know you do, Marty. I saw you when you found the ammonium peroxide bottles. That's one of the reasons you're gonna have this unfortunate accident. You'll never recognize him after he gets his hair dyed black, Marty. Makes a big difference. Well, let's get to work for eyes. We've got plenty to do. Uh-huh. That cabin up there. Now, that's a great deduction, Johnny, considering the horses are standing out there in plain sight. We better tie our horses here and take it on foot up there, boys, and quietly. You don't think they'll do anything to Monty, do you, Foy? Who knows? They've pulled a slick trick, and we got to beat them to it, and without wasting time either. Well, how do we look, Monty? Well, different. Oh, we thought you thought you'd see a change in us. And now we're going to take care of you. Your friends will scarcely be able to believe it. Well, what are you going to do with that whiskey? Place a bottle right there in the bed beside you. Why? Well, you see, when you're found, everybody will think that this cabin burnt down around you while you were on that cot, drunk. You're going to set this cabin on fire? Oh, yeah, but don't worry, money. We're going to hit you over the head so you'll burn to death painlessly. Well, thanks, fellas. You see, they've got nothing against you personally. It's just that this is our way of earning a living and we can't leave a trail. Well, you're making a mistake because everybody knows I don't drink. And now it's going to come out that you had a secret vice all along.
1: What about the money?
0: Uh, we're taking the money. And, uh, on the other side of you, on the bed, we're going to leave this nice stack of counterfeit money, Uh, Sort of left over from a former business venture bar. I leave just as nice ashes as the real money. And there won't be no hint of uh, a foul play, as they say. Yeah, we're all practice hands, Money. It's too bad you can't collect the award money on us. There are ten different sums for ten different guys. All of them us. Are you ready for the gasoline now, White? <laughs> i beg your pardon, Blackie. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Put plenty of it around. We don't want money to get cold. Yeah, of course. Now, Money... If you just close your eyes, you'll never know what hit you. Hey, what's going hey boy, it? get in here. hurry! I'm right. You down there. You're not the fire. Get down, Whitey. That last shot started the fire. Come on. Let's get out. Come on. Come on. Get out of there. Come on, boys. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Come on, Al. Let's get money and hurry. reward money. My goodness, you're practically a rich man, Monty. Well, that reward money is being split with you boys. Yeah, and I know how it's being split, too. Ninety-five percent to me and five percent to you guys. Money gets half, and we split the other half among the three of us. Well, that's too much for me, boy. If it hadn't been for you guys... uh... Yeah, if it hadn't been for you, Monty Montana, those guys would have never been caught. Well, Monty, why didn't you let us in on this thing? Well, I only knew they were suspicious, that's all. I didn't have anything on them, so I uh, let them walk into my trap and actually commit a crime. And, of course, I knew you boys would be smart enough to follow the trail I left. Money, what are you going to do with all that reward money? Well, I think I'll put most of it in the bank, and with the rest of it, I think I'll buy myself a great big sack of hot Hot buttered popcorn. popcorn. It was pretty clever of Monty Montana to think of leaving a trail of popcorn so the boys could find him. The popcorn was as easy to see as, well, as those gay blue-and-white check-gingham wrappers of Weber's Bread. And housewives who know Weber's dependable, fresh goodness are quick to head for that soft, tender loaf in bright gingham. Yes, good Weber's Bread is easy to find. Markets in Southern California get a fresh supply daily to keep up with increasing demand. More families are changing to Weber's Bread, and that's easy to understand. Try a loaf of Weber's. Taste the tender, rich flavor. You'll agree it's really good eating. And speaking of changes, we want to announce that starting next Saturday, your favorite all-star theater will be heard at 7.30 over another network. Consult your newspaper or radio log. Remember, next Saturday, 7.30. Be with us then. In any collection of Western songs, there are many all-time greats to be found. And it's these great tunes to which the writers of the Purple Sage like to give a special treatment. Today, the song they've chosen for this distinction is the lovely Blue Prairie. Heart beats a rhythm that is blue, and the moon has cast a blue reflection in the dew. So the wind, while on its way, seems to cry and sigh and say, Blue, blue prairie, blue echoes ring, blue as I sing of a longing. Weary day and lonely night Seems to say that nothing's right Everything is feeling blue Here in my very soul I feel it too Far in the distant hills I hear a cry Then a silent hush But no reply Mary, won't you tell me true? Why have they spread this gloomy blanket of blue over you? Blue, Mary, blue are the skies, blue are the skies. Of a night wind, calling blue prairie. Who are the hills? Who are the trills of a night bird calling? Every beating heart beats a rhythm that is blue, and the moon has cast a blue reflection in the dew. So the wind, while on its way, seems to cry and sigh and say, "Blue, blue prairie, blue echoes ring, blue as I sing, love alone." Well, that closes up your all-star Western theater for this time, friends. We're always glad when you can be with us, and we invite you to join us again next week. We want to thank Marty Montana for joining us and doing such a wonderful job in our story. Our thanks, too, to Paul Conrad and Don Diamond for their excellent work as Whitey and Four Eyes. This is Floyd Willing speaking for all of the writers of the Purple Sage, saying so long and the best of luck to all of you. Drifting along,
1: singing a song under.
0: From Hollywood, you've heard your All-Star Western Theatre, a VM Bear production, starring America's Great Western Singers, Boy Willing and the Riders of the Purple Sage. The script was written and directed by Scott Farnworth. This is Terry O'Sullivan speaking. Western Theater was recorded earlier and came to you from Columbia Square. This is KNX Los Angeles.